Welcome back to Curated Clean, the podcast, where Where we we get get our hands dirty so you don't have to. We are your hosts. I'm Mike. My name is Mandy. And I'm Whitney. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is on, drumroll please, vitamin D. (laughs) What are our first thoughts when we think of vitamin D? Mm. Bones. I think of bones. I think of sunshine. Yeah, sunshine. Um, Just because that's a... Calcium. I also think of calcium. calcium. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. All those good things. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking today about vitamin D, what it is exactly, what it does, some of the symptoms, if you're deficient and those kind of things. You can Mm -hmm. also have too much vitamin D. Yes. Um, And then uh, how to supplement and that kind of stuff if you choose to do so. Mm -hmm. Right. So who wants to start it off today? Mm. Well, um, let's got- start off with a really cool point. Sorry, I'm huh. going to interrupt. No, that's okay. fine. Yeah, go ahead. Vitamin D is one of a very of the vitamins that you can produce in your body. Yes, mm-hmm. it's really you can't just produce a vitamin, right. but vitamin D you can. Mm-hmm. Vitamin mm-hmm. K can be produced by bacteria in the gut, mm-hmm. but not as not prevalent. As yes. I mean, the yeah. the role of vitamin D is to go outside, get in the sun. Your sun takes it in. Chemical reactions happen, and you get vitamin D. So right. it's pretty cool that your body there's so the, there's this endogenous process that happens, and it's called vitamin D synthesis. And it's when those UV rays hit your skin, mm-hmm. and it just triggers this this amazing you know ability in in your body to create a vitamin. Right. Um, so um, a lot of people, I, I mean, I, not to jump ahead, but, you know, we live in a world where we're, we're told constantly to wear sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Right. And, uh, and I, 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 you guys know, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that I am fanatical about, mm-hmm. uh, about sunscreen. Sunscreen I wear, queen. I wear sunscreen year round. Mm-hmm. It is a massive thing for me. I just, I'm just crazy about it. And, um, you know, so. You know, we live in a world, the United States, I was reading in, I think it was PubMed, that uh, 41% plus of the United States alone is deficient in vitamin D. Right. And we think about this past year, 2020, a lot We're of people outside. stayed physically inside. They right. did not leave their houses. Mm-hmm. So if you've never been vitamin D deficient before... Mm-hmm. Not saying that you are now, but it might well, be something where if you notice that you are feeling a little bit more sluggish or something within this mm-hmm. past year, past seven, eight months, mm-hmm. it could be because you're not getting... Gained right. some weight. I mean, maybe right. that's the... Fatigue Quarantine donuts, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> You've had some more joint pain, things like mm-hmm. that. What were you going to say, Whitney? Well, I was just saying, and we live not only just this past year, we live in a world where it's increasingly we don't go outside as much. I mean, I know right. I work in an office and I don't go outside very often. I try to, but especially right. in the winter months when it's cold, I'm inside and I'm not going back out. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We just live in a world where that just happens to be the case well, too. And along, I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not telling people to not wear sunscreen. No, you know, we absolutely need to. Um, we we the skin can do skin damage. It can cause um, skin cancers. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you just have to be extremely careful. I'm not telling anyone to be flagrant about that at all. No, right. But it does. Um, I think Michelle, you found a, a statistic. It can. It can. Um, sunscreen alone can oh, stifle yeah. the absorption like by like ninety percent. Yeah. People who use sunscreen, which we do, when yes. when applied correctly, I should also say safe sunscreen. Mm-hmm. We have an episode coming up that we'll be discussing that. But safe sunscreen. Right. When applied properly, it can reduce vitamin D absorption by more than 90%. Which more than 90%. Meaning that you've none. basically <laughs> not been outside. Yes. Precisely. So it's it's not it's not to say to not go outside. That's not what we're saying. But mm-hmm. we're saying to go outside safely, because a person like me, yeah. I've 
if you're not watching, I'm. We're all very pale. We're yes. sisters. We all come from the same gene pool. We're well, very, very pale. And uh, ironically enough, we do actually have. Our mother was half Hispanic. Yeah, exactly. But we did not but seem not to. That. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get that. We, uh, yeah. Uh, she was also half Irish, so we got more of that, <laughs> and not right. A <laughs> little bit of the dark Irish, but not really anything yes. like that. So we have light eyes in general. We don't have super dark hair, mm-hmm. but we have. Uh, Pale skin, very, very pale skin. So they recommend, I think it's the CDC, recommends you going outside at essentially high noon, the brightest part of the day, for at least 15 minutes with no sunscreen on and a large portion of your body exposed. Yeah. Can't just be like your face and your hands. Can't just be your face and your hands. It needs to be your arms, your stomach, your back. Okay, but here's a reality. If the three of us went outside for (laughs) even 15 to 20 minutes at high noon... We would literally have yeah. blisters. I would be yeah. sunburnt oh, yes. to a lobster. Would, yes. My skin would be tender. Would be it would painful. not be good. Um, and then talk about detoxifying mm-hmm. to have to, the, the repair that would need to happen right. exactly. is insane. So it's it's not really worth it. You know, you have to find that balance. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, also though, I mean, oh, those with darker to, skin tones, exactly. you yes. know, they're um, up to like 82% mm-hmm. um, deficient. Um, in vitamin D because uh, the melanin in Already the skin, it, it's it acts like a shade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It reduces um, the absorption of vitamin D. Yeah, that, I'm assuming that, that vitamin D synthesis just is not triggered yeah. as much, um, which is great for keeping them safe, safer from, um, not that they don't need sunscreen, but just right. that they are safer from skin damage and sun, sun, uh, skin cancer. Right. But, um, but the, on the flip side, yeah, on the flip they're side, also deficient in vitamin exactly. D. Exactly. Their body can't make that vitamin D trigger. Yeah, because um, so. honestly, the best way to get vitamin D um, aside from supplementation is to get it through your skin. Um, right. Because even changing your diet, a lot of the things that I found, good foods really high in vitamin D, but I mean, not super high. They had like, I think three or 4%. So in order to get that for serving wise, you're going to, I don't know how you would get enough food down to make up for your daily amount. Um, mm-hmm. I did read a study that said that cod liver oil, um, one tablespoon per day was over the amount that you needed daily. Right. So that's... Uh, well, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but, you know, for our vegans and our vegetarians out there, and I always mm-hmm. think of this because, sorry, because my husband um, is, uh, he's off and on, <laughs> he's an yes. off and on vegan or off and on vegetarian, um, but most of our week he spends vegetarian, um, but, um, it, you know, it's just almost impossible to get good amounts um, of vitamin D from plant materials. So if you are a vegan or vegetarian, listen up. You've got to supplement. And we'll talk about that a little bit Mm -hmm. later on. So vitamin D is actually a fat-soluble vitamin. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we know that it can uh, help your body absorb and retain calcium and phosphorus, which are critical for building bone. That's where our first thing is kind of just bones Bones when you think. Right. Exactly. Um, Now, it can also, laboratory studies have shown that it can reduce cancer cell growth. It mm-hmm. can help control infections and reduce inflammation. But one of the things that we found in our research, Mandy has a, is going to go into a few uh, more detail on some of these subjects. But one of the things that we ha- that we all found in our research that we did not realize, and science doesn't know a lot about this, is that almost all, but many, many, many of the body's organs and tissues all have receptors for vitamin yes. D. They may not all use it necessarily use as much, but they all have no. receptors. Well, what we, it means is we, we don't, don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know why. Know. 
We don't know. We know that all the cells are capable of taking in vitamin D. We don't know why they need it. And science doesn't have an answer for that yet. No, no. I, I mean, I've, guys, I, I dug deep for you. I've been all over NIH. I've been through the CDC. I've been through no PubMed and the BMJ. Did you, want to, did you want to tell them what PubMed is exactly? In yeah. case oh, they've never yeah. Heard okay, it? okay. So a lot of these places that I'm talking about, and, and just so you know, these are places that we are utilizing week by week. Like I've said before, we are not doctors and we are not scientists, but mm-hmm. all of us and all of you out there are more than capable of doing your own research. Mm-hmm. If there's something that you're concerned about or something that you're interested in, this information is out there for everyone and it's yeah. often free, okay? Mm-hmm. Free. So when I talk about something like PubMed, this is a US government run site that has white page studies from, mm-hmm. you know, peer review uh, studies from yeah. white page journals where you can go in and you can type in something you're interested about, right. a medical something, you know, that's concerning you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, literally, usually hundreds of studies will pop up, mm-hmm. um, unless it's something extremely rare, but you just you can just sift through these things and you can find lots of information. The BMJ is a British medical journal. Um, I believe a lot of their studies are um, are available for free. The NIH right. is the National Institute of Health. Yeah. You know, um, so th- these websites are out there for you to take advantage and of. And they are accessible. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they are accessible. If, and let's say, okay, I don't have internet at home. I need to get that. A lot of places you can go buy a cup of coffee someplace, hang out, and use the internet there. That's or even um, public libraries. Mm-hmm. You know, public li- libraries. Yes. Yes. So um, there so- are resources in your towns and cities or counties that you can use uh, to get access mm-hmm. to these places. You know, so this is they're really for citizens, and you can you can go find these things. So take advantage of those things. You know, you don't. One of the things we keep telling you guys is we want to empower you to go right. Right. and be able to to find out information and and take control of your health um, yourself. Don't just take our word for. For it, you know, yeah. uh, everything we're telling you today, even you know, seems like not a big deal. It's just vitamin D, but dig deeper, you know, find mm-hmm. out, you know, for yourself, and and make your own conclusions. Right. Um, there's and we're about of- to talk about right what some of these issues are more mm-hmm. in depth. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So we talked about that it's a fat soluble vitamin. We didn't uh, talk about kind of. Not exactly what happens. Uh, it can be uh, taken in, and then uh, what do we, the reaction happens in the kidney and the liver. There's a couple yeah, different it's ways. called a hydroxylation. Yeah. Yes, uh, but and that's vitamin D three uh, when it when it's formed um, in the skin. It's a chemical reaction when a steroid called seven dehydrocholesterol is broken down mm-hmm. by the light, and that and that UVB yeah. light that we were talking about. Yes, exactly. Yep. So go ahead, Mandy. You had a few other things. On no, that no, point. no, no, no. So I mean, so like you, you talked about that. It, it also enables normal bone mineralization. Mm-hmm. It prevents um, hypocalcemic tetany. You've all had like a muscle spasm out of nowhere, mm-hmm. that's usually um, caused by an ins- uh, deficiency in vitamin D or the calcium vitamin D ratio mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin insufficient vitamin D in children can lead to rickets, which we yeah. all know causes those brittle bones. Mm-hmm. Now, you know this. We like to think that in the modern world, this not is not a problem anymore, but it can still be an issue, yeah. and even in adults, right. can lead to something called osteomalacia, which is like the adult version of um, after the bones have already fused, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the same kind of process as rickets, which can also lead to an older oh, people, like we think of as osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. So, because um, one of the first things I thought of with vitamin D was osteoporosis, you know, well, these, and for what, older adults, you know. And mm-hmm. what I was saying is older ages, when there's a decrease in that 7-dehydrocholesterol right. levels and right. changes in their skin, so they, their skin is literally not as taut as it was, or we mm-hmm. think about the surface of things. If the surface is different, then the absorption rate will be different. So just things to consider, you know, yeah. people living in a nursing home or being cared for, uh, 
we don't think about necessarily the condition of their skin and right. that it's it's aged. We think about more of a beauty way more than in a, right. you know, your skin is what? Your largest organ. Yes. Right. Well, And I also found, uh, where was that study? There was a study, uh, I found a study in PubMed and, um, oh, in the NIH as well. And um, I knew that vitamin D could help with the bone strength, you know. Mm. Right. But it also helps with um, limb strength, they discovered. Mm. So it's helping with the actual muscular um, system yes. that's connected to the bones, which I thought was mm-hmm. super interesting because that's another thing that we think of atrophy happening to older mm-hmm. people living in nursing homes. Um, I mean, this could happen to anybody, really. Right, but we right. think of older folks, you know. Right. And so we have these older adults. It's not just osteoporosis, though. We can help them with their limb strength, which mm-hmm. it could be decrease in falls. Oh my and goodness! Yeah, stop the falls well, and right. actually helping reverse osteoporosis because a lot right. of times, I, as someone who um, had a hysterectomy when I was twenty-five. Um, Obviously, that put me into menopause at that point. So I've had, being younger, um, I've had to think about those things probably a little sooner than right. most. So I know a lot of times they tell me to do a lot of um, like just weight-bearing exercise. If you can get somebody, get their bone, mm. like their joints feeling healthier mm. and things with vitamin D, then you go ahead and that also will help strengthen. They kind of work hand-in-hand hand then. Mm-hmm. Right. Getting right. the muscles yep. built back up, being able to get, yeah. So it all just kind of comes full circle together. Yeah. And uh, so all that good stuff. It also... Um, it reduces um, inflammation mm-hmm. in the body in general. Inflammation can cause a myriad of issues, as we know. Right. Um, I mm-hmm. think we've touched on this with a few other podcasts already. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, so reducing that inflammation in the body can just help your body function and yeah and function properly um it modulates cell growth Mm -hmm. neuromuscular and immune function and also i had no idea but helps with glucose metabolism i had no idea to the point where um i found a study in the um i think it was by the bmj or nih i can't remember but where uh about two they said two thousand ius a day in infants can reduce Mm -hmm the chance of them developing type 1 diabetes by 78%, which blew my mind. That is wild. And, you know, we, so when we're talking about blowing our mind of something we didn't know, Mm -hmm. I also didn't know that obviously it helps with cardiovascular disease, but I didn't think about it um, helping with cognitive impairment in older Mm -hmm. adults too. So not only are we talking about them taking in their skin, but also their their brain function Mm -hmm. as well. I didn't. I also didn't know that it can uh, low levels can contribute to severe asthma in children too. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. There's uh, some studies um, uh, from uh, Harvard. uh, Mm -hmm. Some Harvard studies that talked about that. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. And obviously, cancer is one of those things too. Uh, A lot of as a cancer survivor, you guys were almost there. We were all chronically low in vitamin Mm -hmm. D. Right. The one thing I want to pop in here really quickly is there are differing opinions on the safe or uh, recommended recommended, or even the the levels that they're looking for, I should say, Mm -hmm. what the goal level should be. Mm -hmm. So Western medicine, I've had regular doctors, I'll put them in a category, tell me that my vitamin D levels were just fine um, between like 30 and 50. But a lot of alternative care practitioners that I've been to really like it between 60 and 100. They actually like the level to be a little bit higher mm-hmm. uh, to help ward off against infections, inflammation, and that kind of stuff. That could also be along with my genetic profile. We know that MTHFR right. tends to have higher homocysteine levels, which mm-hmm. uh, is telling you the amount of inflammation, the inflammation there is in the body. Right. So that could be why they were looking for more of that. But at the end of the day, 
there was a time in my life where I had meridian scanning done. We'll go over that another day, but meridian scanning was actually looking at my kidney meridian and it was saying that my kidney meridian was taxed. But when we did blood work to back that up, my doctor was fantastic. Every time that I had meridian scanning done, uh, they went and did blood work as well mm-hmm. to back the, up those findings. Right. Well, when we did the blood work, it it showed nothing wrong with my kidneys at all. So the doctor had to look at a broader spectrum of what right. fell into the mm-hmm. kidney meridian. Well, what it ended up being was hyperthyroidism mm-hmm. and high yes. calcium levels all affected by what? Vitamin. Low vitamin yeah, D low levels. Vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And my vitamin D level was a 2. That's right. One, two. That's, That's what it was. It was two. That's pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. And for somebody, a practitioner who is looking at it between 60 and 100, I was severely deficient yeah. in vitamin D. You were D. severely deficient by Western yeah. med standards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, we're talking basement level here. And this yeah. was a person, me, during treatment, that I was taking vitamin D. I was mm-hmm. taking 2,000 IUs a day. Now, I probably need to be at at least 5,000. I now take 5,000 IUs a day. And we'll talk about mm-hmm. supplementation here in just a minute. Sure. But... Yeah. The reality is meridian scanning was saying it was my kidneys because it was seeing in that cycle of either going through kidneys or liver and it was actually seeing it there. So Right. Right. Well, in our MTHFR people out there, if you've listened to that podcast already, you know that your liver and your kidneys, all those Mm -hmm. toxin removal organs can be taxed. Right. Right. So, and if you need them to create that hydroxylization uh, to create the vitamin D that's bioavailable, you've got to think right there. Uh, yeah. I could have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. If right. they're already taxed and then they have another thing they've got to do, another yeah, a whole other um, process, yeah, process they've got to they've create, you know, you just need to realize that that might be something we might just need to go straight to supplementation get that so up, that you can yeah. get that up so you can take a little bit of that, you know, so stress you off break, of those yeah. organs. Give a bit, mm-hmm. Yeah, give it a break so it's not so taxed. And make sure you're talking to your practitioner yes, about this because yes. yeah, too much changes. too much vitamin D can cause constipation, diarrhea, dizziness. It can cause a whole mm-hmm. slew of things. And so you want to make sure that you are definitely supplementing enough because there right. are, I mean, let's let's talk about some of the other vitamin D deficiencies. Yeah, talk things. about some of the stuff. Joint pain, chronic pain, weight gain, high blood pressure, restless sleep, poor concentration, headaches, bladder problems. We've talked about um, constipation, diarrhea. If you have too much, you can also have it if you have too little. Um, fatigue is a big one. Um, anything else we want to add to that list? I mean, cancer, there's, there's all sorts of things. Well, and if uh, every cell and organ tissue in your body it has receptors for vitamin D, mm-hmm. it must play, and like we said, right. science doesn't know yet, it must play a vastly Huge important role. role in tons of cellular functions. And I think exactly. also in the physical symptoms, I think also there are some mental emotional things that come along with yes. that as well. Obviously, you know, I, I don't know if I think we talked about it on a recent or a episode about um, seasonal affective disorder and so that's one thing but um i think also just i know they say you know actini beds and uv lights um or happy lights no my last office we actually had a happy light because our office was back we only had a tiny window and it really wasn't open very often so Mm -hmm. we had a happy light and now that i've done some research i don't think it actually has the proper um because you want the uvb rays and i think this didn't have that but um ultimately i think it was maybe more of a mental thing it made us feel better we turn it on and we were quote-unquote happier felt happier (laughs) but uh yeah so maybe that's also just a mental thing but i think getting out in it makes a difference emotionally for me anyway it does dark and dreary i don't it does as well but i um i'm all this is switching topics but i'm also hypothyroid so Mm -hmm. as a person with uh, taking supplementation every day for that Mm -hmm. i actually take a compounded pharmaceutical for that um bioidentical Mm -hmm. but it's still 
pharmaceutical. Uh, I did not know that vitamin D aids in the proper production of thyroid hormones. I didn't know that it improved TSH levels. And I also didn't know that it improves the T4 to T3 conversion. So your thyroid Mm. actually makes T4, but that's not usable. You have to, it has to go through chemical processes to make it in the usable form T3. So Mm -hmm. during my compound, it has a different ratio of T4 to T3 based on how quickly I create right. the conversion. Right. Um, but I didn't know that vitamin D is actually plays an important part of that. So we mm-hmm. talk about why am I hypothyroid? Is it because right. for most of my life I was severely vitamin D deficient? Right. And, and is that be. something with mm-hmm. enough supplementation? Can I change Can I my yeah. thyroid function? Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. really interesting. And I wonder if there is a study yeah. out there that looked at that, you know, vitamin Solely D. just with, that. Just I did not search that. for that, but I wonder if there's something out there for yeah. that. Another thing that I found was that... Um, there was a PubMed a study on PubMed that 96% of people who had had heart attacks were severely deficient in vitamin D. Mm, well, um, it does affect cardiovascular. Right. Sense, so but it's y- interesting. I don't think that people think about that. I think they mm-hmm. think about bone health and, oh, yeah. I don't want osteoporosis. But are they thinking about yeah. their heart health? Mm-hmm. You know, right. I don't think they're thinking about that when it comes to vitamin D. At least when not I think of it, that's not of. something I think of at all, you know. Yeah, right. um, so that's something to think of as well. I don't know if we do want to like circle back around and talk about, you know, seasonal affective disorder and how it mm-hmm. can, um, you know, or just depression in general. Mm-hmm. I found some interesting stuff on um, psychology today um, and how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we have this need to be out in the mm-hmm. sunshine for mental health. Yeah. And um, we know that getting outside, we, we hear it all the time, get outside, mm-hmm. you know, go for a walk, something like that. And mm-hmm. I always thought, <laughs> I mean, I thought it had something to do maybe with like your blood pumping and your, your endorphins <laughs> yeah. from like, you know, physical, which it probably it, does have which something that to do, does, too, that does, you know, so, right, but, but, but uh, you know, I'd never thought about the actual, you know, um, effects of the in, sun, being just being the, in the sunshine, the energy yes. of the sunlight mm-hmm. hitting, hitting my skin, you know, um, and I found, um, some really interesting information. So, and we, I don't want to make light of any of this, but it did kind of remind me of a bear mm-hmm. getting ready for hibernation, which was some of the the oh, that just made me laugh so much. The but it's true. I can say that because I am an uh, an SAD person. I do have oh, yeah. issues with seasons, mm-hmm. and because I do, right. I know that I prepare myself. Mm-hmm. We had a huge amount of snow come in for over two weeks, and I had to happy light myself essentially the lighting in my house can change and i had to make sure that i had my bright lights on to make sure that i could get up and go in for the day because i do feel like a bear in hibernation where (laughs) all i want to do is eat exactly i just want to lay in bed Mm -hmm. i don't want to get up and do things and as a mom of two that's not an option when Mm -hmm. you have snow days every day and you've got kids running around (laughs) now and we should i want to interject in here too um you know while it is Linked with depression, it is not the same as depression. If you no. are dealing with clinical depression, if you are having thoughts, suicidal thoughts, feelings of worthlessness, you know, along with with other symptoms, please, please find a practitioner that you can speak to and get help. Um, reach out to someone. Yeah, reach someone. out to someone. Get that started. There is no shame in it. We have all had counseling through mm-hmm. the years. It has been invaluable to um, our to our health, to our mm-hmm. mental health. And I, I would hope in this day and age that everyone would know that there's no yes. shame in seeking out mental um, mental health care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, so important. So I don't want to make you, light of any of this You are important. Mm-hmm. You are yeah, important. You are important by yourself, just you. You are important. Mm-hmm. But Call it, a hotline, reach mm-hmm. out to someone. Usually churches are available. Mm-hmm. They usually have somebody. If you call that number, somebody will answer. Right. Yes. Yeah. So don't let money hold you back. You know. Right. Seek help. Um, but some so uh, 
seasonal affective disorder can can have you know symptoms like sleepiness, craving carbs, difficulty concentrating, depressed mood, anxiety, irritability, weight gain, lethargy, decreased libido, and hyperphagia, which is <laughs> increased <laughs> consumption of food, which, like I said, just made me think of a bear getting mm-hmm. ready for winter. And I, I do feel like that a lot of times in the in the wintertime. Right. You know, I do feel a little a little bit like we that. Talk, which is interesting because we talk about like, oh, we pack on the winter pounds. That we is. often associate that to, I'm just not working out as much. But it could literally be because... We've got this vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D deficiency. Now, yeah. it can be stored in the body, which makes mm-hmm. it special. Yes. You can take it in and it will store it for a long amount of time. But if you don't start with enough, by the time you get to the end of of those months, you're completely depleted. Yeah, you're depleted. You don't have enough to store away. Yeah. Right. I mean, it says during the winter months, uh, 10% of people living at higher latitudes can deal with this at all times. Right. But it can affect massive percentages of people. Mm -hmm. And um, so my thought was, the first thing I thought was, well, we just need to take our vitamin D supplements. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. But then I found a study that was um, done by the Danish in 2014, and, and they had their their subjects split. Some were doing just mm-hmm. supplementation, you know, probably just taking a pill. Yeah. And then the other ones were actually getting light therapy. So light mm-hmm. boxes, um, like Whitney had talked about, um, happy lights, things like mm-hmm. that. And what they actually discovered was that the people who were doing simply the supplementation on its own had little to no change in their seasonal affective disorder, which blew my mind. Because I, for mm-hmm. some reason, just whenever people would say, yeah. oh, I'm feeling bluesy during the winter, I would, I have told people, you need a vitamin D supplement. You probably just need the vitamin probably D supplement. Vitamin you just D. need <laughs> vitamin D. You just need some vitamin D. Right. But it's not that simple. It's I mean, not it must, that simple. It must literally come down to, well, one thing that we were speculating as we were yeah. discussing this before the right. podcast was... You know, is does it have to do with the fact that vitamin D is not really supposed to be absorbed into your stomach? It's yeah, supposed absolutely. to be absorbed through your skin. Yes, right. So there must be something that has to do with that, that mm-hmm. just because you're taking it more in the stomach, that doesn't mean that your cells can't benefit from that right. on a blood level. But what is it? It obviously so, is a yes. mood stabilizer based mm-hmm. on your skin. Right. right. It the is. receptors in your skin. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and your body can know the difference, apparently. Yeah. Exactly. And really, it's, it's interesting because we're sitting here saying, you know, we're not scientists we don't know but the scientists don't even really know right so you know you have to find what i think is important is that you have to find what works for you Mm -hmm. okay so if you're dealing with seasonal affective disorder you know maybe try some light therapy find some reputable place that has Mm -hmm. you know light therapy offered and go try it out Mm -hmm. um or maybe you know maybe you're one of the people it was a small group of people that were helped by only the vitamin D supplementation, but maybe that is you. You know, find out what works for you. Work with a practitioner yep. who will be willing to work with just you, not putting you in a box or a mm-hmm. cookie cutter who will go down that path with you. And now that we've said that cookie cutter care, this once again, we're always going to circle back to this. In order to be your best medical advocate for your healthful journey. You have got to make detailed lists of symptoms and things that you've noticed. Mm -hmm. Once again, are you craving certain foods? Is it only, it's only during the winter months that I feel really lethargic, but during the Mm -hmm. summer, I feel almost overactive. You have got, you have got, this comes down to you. You have to write these things down. You have to bring them to your practitioner. Your practitioner cannot help you if they don't know. And you're around you all the time. So (laughs) I always say you are your best advocate because you know Mm -hmm. you best. But um, I 100% agree. But if you want to make some uh, changes right now, maybe you think, well, gosh. And I I always agree, if you can get it from food first, get it from food. Right. But what's the difference? Vitamin D2 is what, or uh, ergocalciferol is what, or pre-vitamin D, quote unquote, mm -hmm. is what's made 
from plants and fungus. Right. So that's different. That's why we say vegetarians and vegans be careful because if you're eating mostly that, you're getting vitamin D2. Mm-hmm. That is the precursor. It's not as readily available. That. It's not yes. as bioavailable and your, right. your body's going to have to do another hydroxylation to make D3 that happen. D3 is made from animal products. Yes. Right. D3 is made from animal products mostly like whole eggs and um, fatty mm-hmm. fish, Beef things like that. Of, um, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like liver and other organ meats, yeah, it's right. a lot of that. There's not a yeah. ton of it, but there is some in there. So here are the top foods that can help you. Cod liver oil has up to 1,360 IU in just one tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Salmon, three ounces, can get you 447 IU. Tuna canned in water, 154 IU. Um, beef liver, three ounces, 42 IU. One large whole egg, 41 IU. And one sardine canned in oil, 23 IU. Now look, some of those are not that great in numbers. Right. But to help you... You can yeah. add those foods into your, you know, your your daily intake, and maybe it can help a little bit. On top of that, Michelle's got a few supplements she yes. liked. So I really like the Thorn brand. It's a D five thousand, so it's the five thousand I use. Spell that out for them. Uh, and Thorn is T H O R N E. That's a brand that mm-hmm. I really like. Another one, and Thorn's a little bit more expensive. Yes. I mean, it's not heinously expensive compared to other things. But if you want to really uh, cost-effective brand now. Bit. Now mm-hmm. brand That's is the one that I is really well. good. Um, and this one is re- it was really really economical uh, in the price, um, but it's only two thousand IU. So just mm-hmm. something to be aware of. You want to be you maybe see a brand that you really like, a reputable brand mm-hmm. that you like. There are other brands out there too, but these are just the ones that literally we take. Yeah. So well, and uh, I there's also some here. liquids too as well. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and if you are a vegan or vegetarian. Um, there was a brand that I started using the past few years, Ritual. Ritual, they have a men's and a women's vitamin. Now, this is not a just s- specifically a vitamin D supplement, but the vitamin D contained in their multivitamins and their prenatals for the women um, and even their essential everyday for women, they are all um, vegetarian. They're all vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, their omegas and the vitamin Ds and all that stuff come from mycoalgae. So you do not have to worry about compromising your mm-hmm. um I don't know, your personal convictions, your diet, whatever you're doing, whatever reason you are, Mm -hmm. um, you know, down this uh, vegan vegetarian path, you don't have to compromise that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's probably other ones, but that's the one that I've been using the past couple of years and I I really enjoy it. So if you have kids and you want to add that into their diets, my children can't do milk. Um, They they can do some cheeses, but really can't do just do liquid milk. So I, I really supplement because a lot of people just think, oh, well, they're drinking milk. My kids drink milk alternatives, which also yeah, have fortification in it yeah. as well. But that's still not, I don't well, feel no. it's enough for right. what what we're asking their brains and their bodies to do. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a liquid that is suspended in olive oil. So there's a couple of different yeah. brands. I believe Seeking Health. We I talked about Dr. Seeking Lynch Health. before. Yeah. Um, he has a brand, Seeking Health, that has some good liquid. I actually got mine from where we live. Mama Jeans is a local drugstore mm-hmm. that is um, holistic stuff. And uh, Mama Jeans has a brand that I use with my kids. So if you live around where we live in Southwest Missouri and you can find one, they carry a mm-hmm. brand that my kids really enjoy. It's one drop, boom, you're done, and we move about with our day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I even have one that I give to my uh, seven-month-old, you know. Yep. Um, he takes it down pretty easily. So yeah. um, hopefully we'll be able to have these like on a website or a blog for you mm-hmm. soon or social media. But I think we're out of time for today. Mm-hmm. And I hope we that you've learned. We can keep going. <laughs> I hope you've learned. I mean, we I certainly learned, you know, vitamin a lot about vitamin D mm-hmm. just researching for you guys I today. Did as well. yes. So hopefully we helped you out a little bit. You learned a little bit about vitamin D, what it does, how you can help yourself out a little bit. And um, yeah. 
We've got lots more on the way for you guys. Mm -hmm. More on the way. Thank you for tuning in to this episode all about vitamin D and what it does and how you can supplement for yourself. We always want to say thank you at the end of our podcast for taking your time to listen to us. We know your time is precious. So thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to be back with you next time. So thank you for joining us and be healthy, be well, and God bless you. If you like listening to this podcast, stop by curatedclean.com, where you'll find links to all the different ways you can tune in each week, along with details from each episode. While you're there, sign up for our newsletter for further information on each topic we cover. For video versions of each episode, check us out on YouTube and Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, where you can find glimpses of all things behind the scenes. Curated Clean is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither medical advice nor legal advice nor should it be considered as such. Always consult your medical provider before beginning any exercise program or engaging in any type of wellness plan. The information in this podcast is not intended to replace your healthcare professional. Consult with your healthcare professional to design an appropriate exercise regimen and or wellness plan. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by Curated Clean. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Curated Clean employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of the company or any of its officials. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our company. Curated Clean the podcast is a production of Andela Enterprises, LLC. Copyright 2021. Curated Clean, LLC. Curated Clean, LLC.